When it comes to sheer volume, there are few federal agencies that come anywhere close to the number of Freedom of Information Act requests U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services receives. To handle that workload, USCIS is turning to automation. The agency has just expanded its new electronic FOIA system called FIRST, letting most of its requesters handle the entire process online. To talk more about the system, we're joined now by Tammy Meckley. She's the Associate Director for the agency's Immigration Records and Identity Services Directorate. And Ms. Meckley, thanks for being here. The system is called FIRST, and you guys are saying that this is the only system in the government that allows sort of an end-to-end electronic online process. So, so what do we mean when we say FIRST? So let me just uh, first let you know, FIRST stands for Freedom of Information Act Immigration Records System. Uh, that is the new um the new FOIA system that USCIS developed and deployed. We've been working on this uh, in, an, in an agile environment and building capability and, and functionality and deploying, de- deploying it incrementally. Um, and when we say FIRST is the only FOIA system in the federal government that allows for complete end-to-end uh, automation. And by that, I mean individuals who want to request records that USCIS owns, they can create a USCIS account file the request online, that request is fully automated with the case processing system that we use to where the the actual paralegals go in and do the processing of information and apply the necessary uh, FOIA exemptions and redactions to information. And then the output of that, which is that information, once processed and approved, is automatically sent back to the individual's account for review, for printing, um, so there's there's no you send paper to us. We have to key in information into our case management system. Then we have to push that information into the FOIA processing system. And then once we process the records today or prior to developing and deploying first, that information was burned to CDs and we were mailing CDs to individuals or still mailing paper depending on what the requester wanted. So that no longer has to happen. So your your request is made online. It's processed electronically, and the response is sent to your account real time. And you can also track through your account where you are in the processing pipeline because, you know, USCIS processes FOIA requests first in, first out. So if you want to know where your request is in the, in the process, you can track your request through your account as well. There's no other government agency that does that. And before we embarked on this endeavor, we did a ton of research, not just with industry, to figure out what pieces and parts of technical solutions were out there, but we also talked to probably 10 plus different government agencies to learn what types of FOIA systems they had as well. And and as you mentioned, many have pieces and parts of automation, but nobody had the complete end-to-end automation. Some people you could file online, but then you were still receiving paper online. Others, you had to send paper online, and then you could... um, uh, opt in to receive your request electronically, but ours is completely, right? It comes in an automated way, it feeds the case management system, it allows us to process the request and then get your response to you electronically. Yeah, so, so it really streamlines and automates the entire end-to-end process. So to boil all that down, it sounds like the real innovation here is that from the requester's perspective, everything they're seeing, everything they're requesting, everything they're submitting is lives in one system, one pane of glass that they're seeing through the entire process, which is the same system that you guys are using on your end to process a request. Right. All they need to know is they need to set up an account with USCIS, um, and they can, they can go through that process by going to first.uscs.gov. They create an account, and from that point forward, every all the communication that we have with that requester is through that account. So they make their request through that account. 
they interact and communicate with us through that account, and then the response is sent to that account as well. So and it's you, pretty streamlined. And you mentioned all the research that you did with industry and with other agencies to figure out how to construct this. Is it is it based primarily on one commercial system, or is it an assemblage of various pieces of technology to make it work the way you needed to? So we, you know, in USAS, we use the Agile methodology where we develop and use a lot of the modern day technical stacks as they refer, technology stacks that they refer to. So we use all the most sophisticated tools to do the design and the development. Um, and so we, when we set out to do this, we had to look at the system because we had an existing system. And when we embarked on developing it, we were thinking, okay, how do we incrementally develop a section of the system and deploy it so we can get that functionality out to users very quickly. So the very first piece of first that we deployed was the ability to create an account and receive your response electronically. Then we shifted to the processing piece. So that's that's not transparent to the user. That's how that's the part of the system where our government employees go in and actually do the processing, the redaction. Then we deployed, the last piece of it was the front end. You can file online. So we did that in very incremental chunks based on, you know, the functionality and capability. As we developed it, um, then we would, we would deploy it and, and get it into the hands of the users, which is a good way to test it out. It's almost like a soft rollout where you're able to, to test out pieces and parts of the functionality rather than developing an entire solution, pushing it out. And if there are problems, how do you even identify where the problems are and fix? A lot of times what happens is then you have to take your solution offline to have time to figure out and troubleshoot what was the problem that caused it. So that's why we're very big on, you know, the agile development and just developing and deploying incremental chunks and testing that out to make sure that we got it right. Yeah. And you're, I believe you're also doing this incrementally in terms of what types of records people are allowed to request through first, starting with requests for records about yourself, which I'm going from memory here, but I, but I think that's actually the, the vast majority of FOIA requests that you guys receive privacy act requests for your own alien record. That is correct. So if you wanted your own immigration record, uh, we deployed that online filing capability first. Um, however, since then, we have actually deployed the capability. It doesn't matter what record you're requesting from USCIS. So if you're looking for the more traditional uh, FOIA requests or information, whether it's you know contracts, data, uh, policies, uh, statistics, anything like that, you can also request those documents online now too. Uh, but, you know, as you know, what, what makes USCIS unique and its FOIA prog- process and program unique, 99% of the FOIA requests that we receive are individuals asking for their immigration records. So that is, you know, of the 200,000 plus FOIA requests that we receive each year, the vast majority of those are, I want my immigration record or my attorney or representative through my permission is asking for my immigration record. So currently, our first system and the functionality, it doesn't matter whether you're requesting information on behalf of somebody, you're requesting your own information, or you're requesting traditional government records, government documents, all of those requests can be made online today and received electronically today. So I know it's still early days, but but do you have any data yet on, on how much more quickly you're able to actually process requests, how much you've been able to reduce the backlog that you've had to whatever extent you have had one or, or hope to reduce that backlog? So this gets me excited, right? Um, this, is, uh, this is exactly why we needed a more state-of-the-art FOIA processing solution. Um, the old system uh, was pretty much on life support. So we were not able to do any, add any additional functionality or development 
to that system uh, because it was um, it, it was just an old commercial off-the-shelf product that we really customized to the point where nobody could even understand. So it seemed like every time we'd make a minor change to meet a forever changing business need, it would shut down the system. So when we deployed first, um, we literally looked end to end. We didn't want to build another system to do what the old system did just on a more modern day architecture platform. We wanted to develop a system and work in a lot of the business process efficiencies to be able to streamline the process and to make the system work for our employees who have to process such a significant number of requests each year. So last year, at the end of the year, we had a over 44,000 case backlog. As of today, we are about 20,000 requests. So that's a 53% reduction. Yeah. That's significant. And much of that is attributed to the uh, the actual, um, you know, new first system itself and in all of the efficiencies that we've been able to gain as a result of the system. There, there has been a push at times to try and get agencies to use the government's centralized FOIA.gov portal. I, I'm guessing for whatever reason you, you decided that, that was not going to suit your agency's needs. Can, can you talk about why that was and, and if there are plans at some point to integrate some of your functionality with the government-wide portal? Sure, Absolutely. The, the FOIA.gov system uh, is, is a uh, Department of Justice um, federal FOIA system that is just another intake channel. Uh, you are absolutely right, it's not integrated with FIRST. I do think we probably have plans in the future to figure out how we can streamline that system and integrate it with ours uh, to make it a little bit more efficient in, in how it functions and works with the USAIS FIRST system but it's not fully automated and it's not streamlined. And like I said, it's not integrated with the USCIS system. So today, a, a requester can go to FOIA.gov. They can get to USCIS through that mechanism, but the problem is they're providing information online. That information is being sent from, from the FOIA.gov system to DHS, to USCIS, and then it's printed out and has to be keyed into our case management system. So you can hear the lack of streamline and the lack of automation and the lack of efficiency there. So again, I think you know down the road, we can probably look at, is there a way to do direct uh, integration with FOIA.gov in first? And if there's information that's not collected because USCIS has its own FOIA processing form known as the G639, that form was designed specific to the uniqueness of our FOIA system. Again, mostly directed at those immigration records about individuals. And the reason why we have a G639 is because there's a lot of unique information that we need to locate individuals' immigration records like an alien number. And if absent having those unique numeric identifiers, it's difficult for us to locate the records about an individual. So we have very specific information. And then if you come through USAS.us, uh, I'm sorry, first.usas.gov, that G639 is in an electronic format, in an automated format, and that allows us to, again, take, uh, to benefit from the automated workflow that we built into FIRST. So there is no print this out and data, this, data enter this in and call the person back if we didn't get the information we need to, to locate his or her record. So you can hear, you don't get that benefit if you, go, if you don't go through the FOIA uh, system direct with USCIS, again, through first.usas.gov and complete that G639. So there's a lot of value in us getting the information that we need to more quickly process your request. 
Right. I mean, theoretically, somebody can still mail you a letter handwritten saying, I would like my alien record, but you guys are probably going to have to reach back out to that person and, and ask for a lot more data before you can locate the responsive records. That's correct. And a lot of times we, we end up having to reject requests because they're not perfected. So, you know, again, by leveraging the automated online filing process, it eliminates that. Um, so there, there are very specific fields of information that we require to be able to locate records. And if that information is provided, we can, in a more streamlined way, get to that record, get it processed, uh, and get that response back to the requester. All right. As we finish up here, I'd, I'd like to get a little bit more detail on exactly what you have automated, because you've used that word several times in the course of our conversation. Has that, I, I mean, are you taking, you know, discrete tasks out of the loop where it requires a human being to touch part of the process? And has that allowed you to reallocate staff toward more productive tasks that, that uh, really do require human intervention? Absolutely. Today, if you send us a paper request, and you don't have to use a G6 or 9. We encourage because, again, it allows us uh, to get the necessary information we need to process the request. Uh, but absent that, if you just send us a request for information that USCIS has, official government information that USCIS has, that information, when it comes in, first of all, you have to put it in the mail. The mail has to be received at a federal facility. There's an entire screening process associated with that. Once the information is screened and opened, all of that information has to be data entered into our case create system. The first system eliminates 100% of that. Eliminates the mail, eliminates the screening time, it eliminates the data enter, it eliminates the human error if information could be taken off of a paper form or a paper request and inputted into the case management system or the case create system. All of that is completely eliminated. The, the process on the back end where you are having to, once a, a a request has been processed and that record is ready to be returned to the requester, burning CDs and mailing CDs, that's another three, five, six, eight days on the back end where you're waiting to receive that information. And then just even the, the actual core part of FOIA, which is applying the FOIA exemptions, the, the actual redaction process, the sophistication and how we've streamlined a lot of the workflow and the functions that employees have to perform we were able to leverage technology to eliminate all of that manual inefficiency. And again, so it does streamline the entire process. Um, so that's where a lot of the automation came in. And then I do want to mention, because it's incredibly important that this is, um, you know, USCIS is embarking on, um, you know, complete automation of all forms, not just a FOIA form, but even when people are requiring or, or requesting immigration benefits um, through our e-processing initiative, where you can file online uh, for specific immigration benefits. When you create an account with USCIS and you file your benefit request online, you will be able to review what you've submitted to the government and what the government has submitted to you through that bi-directional electronic automated communication. So you won't even have to file a FOIA request asking for those records because you'll have access to them. Now, there is some information that you won't be able to access through your account and that is the information that we would process. But in the future, once we have all immigration forms, electronic, online, the requesters who are creating accounts and filing for those benefits online will be able to have access to, again, whatever they provided to us, the application, the evidence, and everything that the federal government sends back to them. Approval notices, ASC appointment notices, anything like that. So again, it's not going to eliminate FOIA requests. 
but it certainly will cut down on the number of pages that we have to process because then we're only dealing with what information about you in your immigration record can you not view through your electronic account. And that would be the information that we would provide. So again, we're thinking about this holistically um, at an enterprise level at USCIS. It's not just creating automation in the FOIA context, but it's automating the ability and providing the automated capability to requesters who are seeking immigration benefits as well. Tammy Meckley is the Associate Director in the Immigration Records and Identity Services Directorate at U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. You can hear an extended version of this interview online at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive.